Nothing happens by force. You must let your imagination work so that it can put together all the specialized knowledge that you have amassed in new and different ways. The Thinking Yourself into Exponential Results series on the podcast comes to you every Saturday morning and takes what we discuss in the Morning Mindset Club, compiles it into one easy to access recording and gives you some killer bonus content at the end that's not to be missed and only available here. So let's dive right in. Hello and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. Today we are starting chapter six, Imagination, the workshop of the mind, the fifth step towards riches. This is such a powerful chapter. Please pay attention here. Want to raise the the level of awareness. Pay attention. Imagination is absolutely key. It's one of the higher faculties of the mind and it is required to turn your dreams, your desires, your goals into actual manifestations, actual 3D experiences on this physical plane that we humans uh, live and work in. So imagination is key. And here Hill says that imagination is literally the workshop wherein are fashioned all plans created by man. It doesn't happen anywhere else. It is in your imagination. Imagination is where you create the plans. Now think about this. You have this power. You can create plans. You can imagine what you want. You can hold it in your mind's eye. And if you are not interfering with yourself, meaning if you are not creating an self-sabotaging behavior, if you're not creating double binds, if you're not in limited thinking and working with limited beliefs, if you're not self-sabotaging, then your imagination will help you create the ways and means through which you will achieve your goal. It is absolute. And it's inside of you. This is a faculty that you have control over, that you were gifted with as a human being. No one can take it away from you, but it can be submerged. You can find it so dangerous, so contradictory to uh, what you understand to be safe in this world, that you won't engage your imagination. You can bury it. You can let it atrophy. But of course, if you want to achieve your big goals and dreams, you must activate your imagination. You must have it be active and something that you can rely on, something that you spend time with, something that you thrive through the uh, activity of activating. It must be something that calls to you and that you want to spend time with rather than saying, I don't have time for the daydreaming. I don't have time for the imagining. I don't have time to let the ideas come to me. This is such a detriment to both your own personal evolution and to human evolution. If you study the great scientists who have had major breakthroughs and have moved 
human thinking, rational thinking along, you will know that it's come through a letting go of, of the forcing. Nothing happens by force. You must let your imagination work so that it can put together all the specialized knowledge that you have amassed in new and different ways that create breakthroughs for you. So for today, we're going to start off this chapter of imagination on imagination, asking you this one question. Have you created time in your life on a daily basis to let yourself imagine? Is that part of your daily experience? If it's not, what could you do to create space for that? Hello, and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez, and let's jump into imagination again. So Hill, second sentence of the chapter says, the impulse, the desire is given shape, form, and action through the aid of the imaginative faculty of the mind. So the impulse, the desire, that's, that's the, the spark. That's the, the calling forward. Desire calls you forward. It's causative. And it is given shape, form, and action through the aid of the imaginative faculty of the mind. You start holding on to that desire. You start playing with it in your mind. You start turning it over. You start asking yourself those questions. What if it could happen? What if it could be like this? And you resist going into the denial phase of that where you push it away because of your limiting beliefs, because of the programming and the self-image that you have of what's possible for you. And instead, you let your imagination run wild. What if? What if it could just be what I wanted? What would have to happen? What would need to, what would I need to call forward? What would I need to see? What then? What then? What then? And you keep seeing the next picture and you keep feeling the next feeling and you keep imagining the next solution and you go forward in play without a forcing, but with intention. So let me explain what I mean by that. Without a forcing, you cannot push imagination from a, from a sheer force perspective, but you can nudge it along. You can nudge it along. You can say, I'm not going to stop when it gets hard and be in the denial that comes up for me. Oh, well that can't happen because, you know, I can't, you know, do X because I'm not Y yet. Well, you figure out then, well, if that's true, what would I need to do to to be why, and you start letting your imagination run wild there. Or you ask an, another question. Maybe that's not true. Is there another way to be, to, to get X without being Y? And you ask better questions and you let your imaginative, imagination, your imaginative faculty come up with the answers. Think. This is thinking. Imagination is a type of thinking. But it requires that you own your desires 
and not be interfering with them by saying no to yourself all the time and limiting your imagination. You must allow space for your imagination to run wild, really. And that requires that you unpack and see all those blind spots that tell you not even to take that next step asking that next question. So for today, what you need to do is to ask that what if question, what if it was possible? What if what I'm saying no to was not the end, but just the beginning? What if that was just a problem to solve? And I had all the tools at my fingertips. What if my imagination could solve all those problems and I could get exactly what I wanted? Ask yourself those questions and see what you come up with. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. Today we are going to dive into the two forms of imagination, synthetic imagination and creative imagination. Hill says synthetic imagination is... Through this faculty, one may arrange old concepts, ideas, or plans into new combinations. This faculty creates nothing. It merely works with the material of experience, education, and observation with which it is fed. It is the faculty most used by inventor by the inventor, with the exception of the genius who draws upon the creative imagination when he cannot solve his problem through synthetic imagination. So let's break this down. Synthetic imagination is when you take two pre-existing concepts, ideas, experiences, uh, data points, uh, things that you do already, and you put them together, you synthesize them together. And when you do that, they come, come together and form a whole new thing. This is what you're doing when you're putting two ideas together, like uh, Facebook ads exist already and being in business exists already, but no one's done Facebook ads for XYZ business that you have. So let's put those two things together and you create something from that, okay? You haven't made up Facebook ads, you haven't made up this new business, but you've made up some new marketing for this industry because you've put it together in this this particular way. Simple example. That's synthetic imagination. You're taking two pre-existing things, you're putting them together in a new way, and, and that's what requires the imagination, that new way of putting something together for you, Now, maybe it's not new for everyone, but for you, it's new. And you come up with something magnificent. This is fantastic. We're doing this all the time, by the by. And you want to be conscious of your ability to do this and your your capacity for it because it's very useful and it will help you grow quickly and achieve things quickly. And there's no reason to... Uh, reject it. It's a, it's a very viable and exceptional way of, of achieving your next level goals. Now he goes on to say that creative imagination is something slightly different. Okay. 
He says, through the faculty of creative imagination, the finite mind of man has direct communication with infinite intelligence. So the finite mind of man, this is your own individual thinking. And it is through your creative imagination that you have direct communication with infinite intelligence. Infinite intelligence is all the energy that is. It is the, it is life force. It is God, spirit, divinity, um, all the energy that is the universe. That is infinite intelligence. Okay. And when we use our creative faculty, a creative imagination, we become directly connected to that life force, um, ever creative energy, infinite intelligence, God, spirit, source, the universe. And it ha- it is the faculty through which hunches and inspirations are received. So many of you have had the experience of an idea just dropping in, boom, divine download. It's, it's come to you. And you know that as different because it feels different. You know that as different than a regular run of the mill thought, what are we having for dinner tonight? I need to get the laundry in. Um, the dog needs to go out. I'm behind on my deadline. This is a very different kind of energetic feeling and, uh, behind the thought, in the thought, as the thought. And thought is energy. So your thoughts will feel different. This is a divine download and your cells will rearrange and you'll be like, oh, that's new. Okay. And it is, Hill goes on to say, it is by this faculty that all basic or new ideas are handed over to man, to, to you. It is through this faculty that thought vibrations from the minds of others are received. It is through this faculty that one individual may, quote, tune in or communicate with the subconscious minds of other men. Okay, so this is super important here. And I'm going to pause here. We're going to go through the rest of this tomorrow. I think this is a good stopping place, but I want to, I want you to understand that there's a difference between synthetic and creative imagination. And a good question to ask yourself today is, do you know the difference kinesthetically in your body? Can you recognize what a hunch or an inspiration or a direct download is from spirit, source, God, the universe, infinite intelligence? Do you know how to tap in to that kind of creative imagination? It's super important. And while I say that, I also do not want you to reject synthetic imagination because it's super important to creating whatever you want in this world. You need both. So are you tapped into your creative imagination? Are you tapped in to your synthetic imagination? How could you increase your capacity for synthetic imagination and for creative imagination? Hello, and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez, and let's dive into imagination. Yesterday, we left off discussing creative imagination and synthetic imagination, and I want to go into a little bit more detail on what Hill says here about creative imagination, because it's very important. He says, it is through this faculty that thought vibrations from the minds of others are received. It is through this faculty that one individual may tune in or communicate with the subconscious minds of other men. 
So interesting that he's talking about this in relation to creative imagination. And this is really a much larger teaching that I go into in much more depth when I do the Unstoppable Woman Summits. And really with all my clients, as they're moving up the levels of awareness and achieving their bigger and bigger goals, I'm constantly reminding them of this. So what is this? This is the idea that in order to receive these hunches, these direct downloads, these inspirations to tap into your creative imagination, you must put yourself on the thought level of the thing that you desire. You must imagine yourself working at that level, being at that level of the, at the same level as the goal that you desire. And when you are at that level, you will be at a new level of thinking, which means you will be at a new level of vibration because thought impulses are energetic impulses. Thought is energy. Okay. And thought vibrates at a particular frequency. Now, different thoughts vibrate at different frequencies. If you put yourself on the frequency of the thing that you desire, your goal, you will start thinking at that level and you will attract the ways and means and everything you want at that level. So it is through this faculty that the vi- that the thought vibrations from the minds of others are received. You will suddenly, quote unquote suddenly, be tuned in to the thought vibrations of the people who can help you, of your clients, your potential clients, of the opportunities and experiences that you would like to have. They come through other people. Remember that they come through other people. So you will be putting yourself at the same vibrational level as the people through which you can receive the good that you desire. So important. Now he goes on to say, it is through this faculty that one individual may tune in or communicate with the subconscious minds of other men or women in our case. So you are tuning in to those other people and they are turning, tuning in to you. This is how vibration works. This is how attraction works. And now why am I going down this path? You must use your imagination to put yourself at a level that allows in the hunches and inspirations that go along with that level of thinking, but it requires you to imagine yourself there already. Are you doing that? That's your question today. Hello, I'm Amira Alvarez and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. Picking up where we left off yesterday, I want to continue with this idea of creative imagination. So Hill says, The creative imagination works automatically in the manner described in the subsequent pages. So there's more to come. This faculty functions only when the conscious mind, conscious mind is vibrating at an exceedingly rapid rate. As for example, when the conscious mind is stimulated through the emotion of a strong desire. So remember the lessons on love, sex, faith, right? 
getting to that strong desire calls you forward, calls you to a higher level of vibration. If you are rejecting your desires, if you are in denial of what you want, if you are saying it's wrong or bad, if you feel guilt or shame, if you think lesser of yourself for having wanted what you want, if you're in some sort of double bind over your desires, you will be cutting off your ability to achieve that which you want. It is critical that not only do you understand this concept that the conscious mind is stimulated through the emotion of a strong desire. You must become emotionally invested in your goal. You must hold it in your mind and fall in love with it. Really want it with a strong desire and step out of the blind spot that's, that's stopping you from really wanting what you want. Many people never achieve what they want to achieve in their lives, never become what they want to become in their lives because they will not do what's required to release and see. It takes an extraordinary amount of honesty and investment in time and energy in, in, in getting help to move through the things that are actually stopping you from owning your desires. But it is in owning them in saying, I want that that you put your mind at this higher vibrational rate, okay? That it starts uh, vibrating at a higher and higher rate. And when you do that, guess what? All those brilliant ways and means come in. The hunches come in. The inspirations come in. The opportunities are seen. Now it's up to you to stay the course. Keep holding the truth of what you want strongly so that you can then act on the ideas that come to you. So you must own what you want. And this is really a big step in self-ownership, personal self-ownership, owning your life. This is, this is how you create freedom for yourself. You own your desires. You don't reject them. You act on them and you act on them quickly. Hello, I'm Amira Alvarez and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. Today, the sentence or a couple of sentences that we are going to discuss are these. The creative faculty becomes more alert, more receptive to vibrations from the sources mentioned in proportion to its development through use. Hill goes on to say, this statement is significant. Ponder over it before passing on. So let's read it again with that in mind. The creative faculty becomes more alert, more receptive to vibrations from the sources mentioned in proportion to its development through use. So this has a lot of richness to it. So in order to become more receptive to vibration, and again, we want to be receptive to the vibration at the level of the goal that we desire, not at our current level. So how do we become receptive to these vibrations where we can get the hunches and get the ideas that allow the goal that we desire to come through those ways and means? 
Well, we do that through developing it through use. So you have to take baby steps here, but take them quickly, right? That's my whole theme. I don't know if you guys have been listening long enough to understand this, but it's incrementally, go quickly, go incrementally, but go quickly, run the stairs. You can't jump the stairs. You can't jump five levels without actually doing the work at each of those levels, but you can move through them very, very quickly. Okay. So that's the run the stairs concept, but this requires that you actually start. And in the beginning, the momentum will be a little bit slower. It's going to take you a little bit longer to get to that next stair level, that stair level of awareness, understanding, knowledge, capacity, skill set, understanding of the laws, how success works, all of that. In the beginning, the momentum is fairly slow. And I would say the beginning for me was probably when I went from the time I started deep study in the laws and uh, success principles, I would say that the beginning was about three years. Okay. I had good success, great success in that time, but I didn't really have the level of momentum and understanding that I have now. And it just keeps going faster and faster and faster now. Okay. So in the beginning, this will feel like a a bigger challenge than uh, later on. So I'm just giving, I'm holding the carrot out for you there and know that when you are starting, you are starting. And so you're going to have to, to be much more conscious about choosing to imagine, like making time for it, creating space for it, um, understanding what's happening and putting yourself in the mental emotional state that allows for it, not denying it, not pushing it away, not saying you don't have time for it, not saying that's for kids or I'm too busy for that. I need to work on something else, right? In the beginning, you have to really start um, putting yourself, like actively choosing to put yourself in a place where you're like, okay, I'm going to use my imagination now. What would my imagination say? You have to start asking the questions. Okay. So he says your creative faculty becomes more alert, more receptive to vibration from sources mentioned in proportion to the, its development through use. So you must start using it. How are you going to start using it today? What could you, what could you apply it to right now? What's your first level goal? Okay. Are you using your imagination around this? Start using it. Okay. It is such, it, it, this is like, uh, a secret key, if you will. This is a power source and most people blow it off. But if you don't, if you actually start using your imagination and applying it, it will grow and grow and grow in achieving your goals will happen so much quicker than you ever thought possible. Hello, hello, I'm Amira Alvarez and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. Okay, still in the chapter on imagination, Hill says, transformation of the intangible impulse of desire into the tangible reality of money calls for the use of a plan or plans. These plans must be formed with the aid of the imagination and mainly with synthetic imagination. So isn't that interesting? Okay. 
He's saying here that if you want to take an idea, desire, which is intangible, meaning you can't hold it in your hands and create a tangible reality, whether it's a relationship or money, right? Whatever your goal is, that Oscar, that new house, um, that great fitness, that extraordinary um lung capacity, whatever your goal is, and money is part of this, right? We're, we're talking about thinking and growing rich here. It calls for the use of a plan or plans. Okay. And how do we create plans? Well, we, they are formed with the aid of imagination specifically, or mainly with the synthetic faculty. So let's talk about that a little bit. You have a goal or desire, you put yourself at that level, that vibration level through your creative imagination, you get ways and means, ideas come through you. And then what? Well, you actually have to put together a plan based on that inspiration, based on those hunches, based on those ideas. And this is where synthetic imagination comes in, right? Can I put A and B together and then add in C and D and E? Oh, look at that. That would get me to where I'm going. Love that. That's a plan. Okay. You have the gist through the creative imagination, the the conception, but you still have to come up with the steps or the plans and synthetic imagination is what you need to use to do that. Now, a lot of people that's been atrophied quite significantly. Part of that has to do with the way we are educated. We are brought up in a school system, at least in the West, for the most part, where we are taught to study for the test, to perform for the test. And we are, by and large, schooled, our ability to synthesize and put together new information on our own is schooled out of us. It's not built into the education system. We're not asked to think on our own. We're not um, schooled in problem solving for the most part. And so for many people, they have turned over to others the ways and the means, the plans. They no longer know how to create that for themselves. They no longer know how to problem solve for themselves. And they they are limited to some degree or another. Now, I've seen this when people are first starting their businesses. And I've actually seen this with people who have been in business for many, many years. They've gotten their business to a certain level, but they are limited in, in breaking through and figuring out the next level. And it's a combination of not understanding how to tap into that, like owning that desire, how to tap into it with your creative imagination, and then really trusting yourself to synthesize the various things that are are in your world in order to reorganize them and create a plan that's going to get you to the next level. And, and it doesn't make you wrong or bad. However, it does show where you are stopped, where you are limited. And you must figure out how to break free of that so that you're activated again and you're able to trust yourself and your plans and move forward confidently where the inside 
ideas, con- conception of self, conception of business, all of that, start getting actualized on the outside. For the bonus teaching for this podcast episode, I want to bring forward into light how you can use imagination against yourself to keep you limited and reinforcing the same level of experience over and over and over again. So let's say that you are not getting the results that you want and you are stymied, you're stuck, you're playing at the same level. You 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 keep moving forward, you keep taking action in certain places, but ultimately when you step back, you are at the same level. You haven't you haven't achieved that next level thing. So don't confuse achieving a task, achieving the the things on your to-do list with getting to the next level. That's a big mistake that people make. You have to step back and say, am I actually achieving that big ass desire that I want? Am I actually making headway on that? So As you've seen and learned, imagination is the workshop of the mind. It's where things, your goals, your dreams, your desires are worked on and start to be created. Yet your imagination will work on whatever you give it. This is so important. Your imagination will work on whatever you give it. It is you, of course, but it's not choosing. That aspect of your mind, that mental faculty isn't choosing what to um, embed into the creative workshop of the mind, the imagination. It is you, the witness self, you, the higher self, you, the your consciousness, which is choosing that. The, the higher consciousness is choosing that. And, and the faculty of imagination will imagine whatever you give it, whatever you give it. If you give it what you truly desire, booyah, you're off to the races. If you give it what you don't really want, uh-oh, guess what? You're still off to the races, but at counter purposes, you're going in the wrong direction. It's like having your horse instead of running gleefully forward it's balked and is running in the other direction. And you're like, wait a second, we're going over here. I want to go over here. But you've set the the horse or your imagination on a different path. Okay. And I call this negative imagination. It's when you pay attention to and give imaginative thought to what you don't want. Again, it's what you don't want. You start obsessing over why it won't work but not in a productive problem-solving way. That works. Let me just tell you, if you are playing out in your imagination a scenario of what you do want and you hit like what I call a niggle, like a little block, like how is that going to work out? That doesn't seem right. That's not, that's a, that's a problem. You go into problem solving mode there. You ask your imagination to solve that problem. But what I see most people do, or often what people will do is, oh, that's not going to work. That can't happen for me. That's impossible. And they start obsessing and giving more energy to why it won't work than problem solving. And it looks like um, worry. It looks like worry thoughts. It looks like doubt thoughts. It looks like fear thoughts. 
And I was just coaching a very successful musician in my Spirit of Wealth Mastermind on this, just yesterday, actually. She, she finally claimed what she wanted. And then I helped her really see how what she wanted could work on the creative plane and not on the competitive plane because she she didn't like the feeling of that competition but she didn't know how to to have what she wanted on in a creative way in a collaborative way in a more life for everyone way and she was stuck thinking that it had to be competitive and resisting and pushing away what she really wanted because she thought um she thought it had to be competitive so when she really saw what she wanted and and we played in that field of imagination for for a little while where i i helped her see like how that might feel and what that might look like and she could immediately go there okay and it felt good to her then we paused that imaginative imaginative play that thinking around that and immediately she went to now why would that work why would anyone want to do that with her why i don't see how it's going to work i don't see who would want to do this with me and and this this immediate rejection okay and it's different again than problem solving this immediate rejection this worry this doubt oh my god i'm going to fall in love with this this image this idea and then it's not going to work out that's doubt or I'm going to fall in love with this idea. I'm going to play it out in my imagination. And no one's going to meet me in that field of imagination. No one is going to meet me in this 3D world and help me, you know, help me achieve my, my desires by, by matching me. And, and this is the denial phase of the manifestation matrix. And it's a, it's autopilot. It's habitual reaction. And if you go there, if you start chewing over what you don't want, the doubt, if you will, you have to realize that this is counterproductive and sabotages all the great work you've you've done already to get clear on what you want and to hold in your mind's eye that vision. So you must use your will to stick with what you do want and use the power of your imagination in a productive, positive way. Okay, with that, I'm Amira Alvarez. Rock it out and be unstoppable. Thank you so much for joining us and for being part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. This special series is a part of our Morning Mindset Club and comes to you here on the podcast every Saturday morning. If you'd like to join the Morning Mindset Club at no charge, you won't have to wait a whole week and can listen to this series in short daily snippets every morning. Plus, you'll get a quick implementation practice and mastery check-in to go along with it. You can find the Morning Mindset Club info in the show notes below or just head over to theunstoppablewoman.com slash mindset club. And as always, please share this podcast with two or three women who are ready for exponential growth and exponential wealth. And if you're game, we always appreciate a review on iTunes. That really helps us reach and elevate more women. Thanks so much and be unstoppable.